from New York. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Dan Black, like always, and I'm here in New York City recording at the Sirius XM Studios with a special episode with an amazing comedian, amazing writer, and amazing best friend. Wow. Jason Chibiro. Uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show, a man that I've referenced on the podcast many times, a few times without giving him credit, which I got shit for. Yeah, whenever you use one of my theories, <laughs> phrases, or ideas about wrestling, I would like to be credited with my Twitter handle. Yeah, yeah, Jason Shapiro, longtime wrestling fan. We watched wrestling together since we're kids. We've had a long, lifelong friendship, palship. I would say I'm your oldest friend. Yeah. And I'm your oldest wrestling friend, or wrestling buddy, as we can call it. Yeah, and, and uh, that is proven... In the ultimate way, which is in two weeks, we will be in Dallas together at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, at going bachelor, to NXT at Friday night. <laughs> at, go, yeah, it's true. And uh, it's going to be my bachelor party. So right now we're on the road to Bachelor Mania. Exactly. And you're in New York, I guess, for other wedding related bullshit. Yeah, yeah I th- and I think a ring was tried on at some point this week. Yeah, yeah, but we don't talk about anything personal. The only thing that matters here is wrestling. I don't care about your comedy credits. I don't care about okay. any of this shit. I know you're good. You're funny. Whatever. But we'll talk about professional. Very funny, and I'm handsome. Wrestling. Yeah, handsome. We I'm don't handsome and funny. Okay. Uh, you should put a picture of me. Do you have a photo capability of on yeah, the of course. on iTunes? Podbean. <laughs> yeah, does Podbean do headshots? Yeah, I'll pull up the normal avatar that sh- says what the show is and just put your headshot for this episode. Yeah, just for this episode. I think your fans would like it. So Shebs. We're going to WrestleMania in two weeks. Are you feeling pumped? And we're going to the Raw after WrestleMania. We're doing a clean sweep of a weekend in Dallas. I mean, we did the same thing last year in uh, what was called San Francisco, but was actually more like San Jose. We do the (laughs) NXT on Friday, the WrestleMania Sunday, and the Raw on Monday. We're doing that every year for the rest of our lives. Until we drop dead. That's a pact. That is something that I've told my soon-to-be wife. My my, my marriage is in... My my nuptials are in a month and a half, Mm -hmm. and she Mm -hmm. knows that every year that is a a legit priority. And she thinks it's a nice thing. That's good. She she won't when it's like you have kids, and it's like, (laughs) yeah, well, he's got a dentist appointment. But I'm like, it's WrestleMania 40. It's huge. Sorry, hon. (laughs) You're on your own. She's like, I have this network TV show I'm filming. Someone's got to watch the kids. Yeah. Like, well, it's not going to be me. It's WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania, yeah. Well, we should. I should have a, a bachelor mania every year. Should be my you can't have a bachelor party every year. That's so, ridiculous. We So, I mean, there's so much to say. When we turned 30, we decided we're either going to never go to WrestleMania ever again, or we're going to go to WrestleMania every year well, for the rest happened? of our lives. The real thing that happened was is that WrestleMania 30, we had tickets to it. You no, 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 no. WrestleMania 30, it, it starts at WrestleMania 29. It goes back to WrestleMania 29. WrestleMania 29 was in New York. It was in right. the Meadowlands. Right. I where went. Where Taker lost the streak. False. It was where oh, Taker no, got 21 and 0. That's 21 and it was and the 0. best match of the night, he lost actually. at 30, sorry. Right. Yeah. So at 29, I was there. Arlen was there, the guy who was also in this pact to go to all the WrestleManias till we die. You were not present. Not there. Yeah. Why weren't you at WrestleMania 29 in New York? You lived in New York at the time. There's no excuse. It was the biggest, one of the biggest ex- mistakes of my life. That's and exactly right. That's why we've made this pact. So then, because you're the type of guy, you get so caught up in your bullshit. We're like, nah, I can't because I got this and this is going I on. Had, there was something going on that weekend. I was like, yeah. I'll watch it. Nah, you're like, oh, Meadowlands is cold and uh, just fu- and like it's money. It costs my man. Shut the fuck. This is WrestleMania. It was a mistake. It was I'm WrestleMania. About the mistake. I don't I'm know. Po- I was trying to start this combo nah. at thirty. I don't now know. My no, listeners no. know it didn't go to twenty nine. I, I think. I think it's you. I think it's the it's listeners. Cena Rock match. The listeners. Of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the cow, as I call it, C-O-W. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's also what Stone Cold Steve Austin called it when he was on my podcast. 
That's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I take my cues from Stone Cold. And it was just 316 the other day. It's three, I'm recording this on the 18th, 318. We're going to probably be airing it. 318. Well, 316. Two days ago, I just whooped your ass. (laughs) But um, I think the listeners of your podcast probably, uh, they might just flip it right off and say, well, this guy's not a real fucking fan. He didn't go to WrestleMania 29. Point is, I went. It was fantastic. And I knew I was turning 30 the next year. And I said, okay, I either need to go to WrestleMania 30. But as a 30-year-old man to spend money on WrestleMania, like I'd have to travel to New Orleans. It's a lot of money. Right. I said, I'm either going to buy tickets and go, and if I do, I'm going to every WrestleMania forever. Yeah. Or I say, hey, wrestling, it's been fun, but I'm an adult now. No more wrestling, and certainly no more WrestleManias. Yeah, and no one is more of a man of his principles than you. Like, I live you by a code. A, you have a, you lay down traditions for yourself. You lay down internal bullshit rules for yourself constantly, and you stick to them right. more than anybody. No one wavers more from who they are than Jason Shapiro, <laughs> for better or for worse. Many M- times more often worse. worse. <laughs> I'm a man of obligation. Yeah. I live by those obligations. So I know that you will not... Not go to WrestleMania. You bought the tickets for 30. We didn't go. Yes. So I bought the fucking tickets because the thing when you're buying tickets for a group of people, no one wants to be the guy who actually throws the money down. Because it's like putting $1,000 on your credit card. For for three months away. For like, you're just losing 1000 bucks for no reason. Yeah. I put the tickets on my card. Yeah. I go to you. I say, Dan. Yeah. I got tickets. New Orleans. It's going to be a great city. Great fun. Let's go. WrestleMania. We decided we're doing this every year now, right? You didn't go last year. It was a huge mistake. You want to go this year? I just moved to Los Angeles. That sounds like an excuse. Okay. But you just moved to Los Angeles. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And you didn't. You were still settling in. You weren't ready to get. You couldn't. Oh, I might be. They might. I might play on Saturday with the fucking the Ruru people. Whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. I can't miss a weekend. I don't have the money. I just moved. Jamie, she's afraid to be alone in the new house. She's afraid of the dark. Whatever <laughs> yeah. your excuses were. So th- that's an excuse I've never thrown out. Can we just defend me for a oh, little bit? I'm here? thinking about getting a dog in two years from now. <laughs> we got to make sure the house is safe. I can't leave. Dan's out. Our other friend, Arlen, fucking Dr. Moneybags here, VP at some media company. Crunch He's got roll. the money for it. But he One was of the like. biggest manga distributors on this side of the Mississippi. He didn't go to WrestleMania. His excuse was, well, we just went to Thailand. That is true. Me, him, and another guy all just went to Thailand literally a month before, and that was a lot of money. The point is, they were claiming, well, we just got back from a big trip. Oh, I don't have the money. I said, okay, that's all. My bros are gone now. I got got these four tickets to Wrestle Fucking Mania. No one's going to go with me. And I made a choice, Dan. I said, I'm not going to go to this WrestleMania because I don't want to go to New Orleans by myself. For two reasons. One, it might not be fun. Reason two, it might be too fun. And... It was a huge mistake. It was one of the best WrestleManias of all time. Taker lost the streak. Daniel Bryan went over in a massive way, changing the face of wrestling as we know it. And 31, we rectified that. We went hard. We went to NXT, sat front row next to JR. We did sit next uh, to JR. That's right. Then we went to WrestleMania. Seth Rollins catches in the briefcase. I take my shirt off. Fact. <laughs> Classic move. We said what off to Ronda Rousey. True. Mm-hmm. Before she was... Uh, now a, 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 a you know a fighter with a losing record. Uh, I almost called her a loser, which doesn't is have not a, doesn't record. have a losing record. She's no longer the undefeated women's champion. And then we went to Mania. We went to Raw the next night. Sat in the last row, first row of NXT, the last row of the San Jose. I That's guess right. who bought those tickets? You, me. <laughs> I brought the last row of tickets. That's right. To be fair, they cost the same price as the front row tickets. Anyway, whatever. This is rectified. We're going to Dallas. It's happening. We got mm-hmm. NXT tickets. Are you pumped for this? How are you feeling about this mania landscape? We're on the road to Bachelor and WrestleMania. How are you feeling? <laughs> Two manias. I'll tell you what, Dan. 
<laughs> I'll tell you what, Dan. I'll tell you something, Dan. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, do it like Heenan. <laughs> the thing about this WrestleMania main event is it's bullshit. I hate Roman Reigns. The main Reigns. event. You're talking about Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the, the championship. Yes. Now, I don't think I am, uh, you know, uh, special for thinking this, but Roman Reigns is the worst wrestler on the roster. He's not exciting. The he's worst not wrestler on I the roster. I mean, because of, relatively speaking, I'm saying he's the worst main event wrestler that yeah, they had no, I know what you're saying. He's terrible wrestler. Not terrible, but he's not good enough to be put. He's pushed way past where he needs to be. And I just generally dislike watching him do anything. Yeah, I'm like and, the uh, fans. I, I think I think you're not alone. This week he made his big return on Raw. Yeah, showed up after the Triple H Ziggler squash. debacle, uh, which we'll get into. Yeah, but Triple H with a clean win over Dolph Ziggler. Uh, just let's bury our younger talent. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns shows up two boos to lackluster review to reception. And Triple, the thing about this is that like he, this guy, there's it, he. He heals off, Triple H healed off so hard mm-hmm. at the crowd in during Raw. Mm-hmm. He's like doing the classic ripping on the sports teams. He's ripping on, and then he went into like ripping on their jobs and how they're was all great. like middling losers who mm-hmm. will never make it and mm-hmm. like keep adjusting their expectations in life. Like, Which r- probably cuts to the core for a lot of these people. It seems pretty true. Yeah, it was really like... Hardcore heel. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't even sports team stuff. It was like to the core. So as hard as he could to make himself mm-hmm. be, get booed, mm-hmm. and still Roman Reigns comes back, and the boos are directed at Roman Reigns, and not those like fun heel boos that right. like Kevin Owens gets, right. or an effective heel. Mm-hmm. No, we're talking about a face who's not working in any capacity, who's two weeks away from headlining WrestleMania again. He's had a full year to try to get them on his side, and he's gonna clean win at WrestleMania. I believe and it's so, going to yes. be the biggest WrestleMania of all time and the biggest bout of booze of all time. And we know The Rock will be there if he comes out. There's a precedent that that won't help. <laughs> and it'll still be proven. And it's going to be one of the worst main events. There's no way for a cash in. That's true. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I will say this. That's how I'm going to start every <laughs> sentence. Yeah, I'm no, going to say this. Well, in true wrestling fashion, like a professional wrestler, you like to set up all of your points. Let me tell you something, Dan. The thing is... This. Yeah. Triple There's H. Four microphones set up on stands where Shreb's right now for the visual where he could traditionally just speak into a microphone, but he's <laughs> holding a, a handheld microphone like he's cutting a wrestling. That's true. Promo. I take it off the stand and, and I. It up. He, every time he speaks, he adjusts like he's coming at the camera. Let me tell anyway. you something, Dan. Triple H, for my money, this is the best he's ever been. I forget agree. His, forget his in ring stuff, but he's fucking carrying this feud he's really coming to his own as a character in that corporate authority figure his his promo work is is incredible the role fits because it sort of mirrors real life and i love watching his bad guy shit him and steph are the greatest people in that company as far as the heels go they make this feud without triple h and steph roman reigns is given Nothing to the people. He's got no anything, nothing to offer, no storyline. All he is is just no charisma. The flip, the flip side to how good of a heel they're being. They're creating the whole story. They're creating the tension. They're doing the heavy lifting. All he has to do is just not be a fucking boring piece of shit, and he can't even get that fucking. He's right. incapable. He sucks. Because actually, so a couple weeks ago, you saw when his face got smashed up. Yeah, that was great. And uh, that was you, awesome. Did you see the video that they they caught Byron Saxon handing him a blood capsule? 
No, I didn't see <laughs> yeah, that at video. The, at, the, at the table. But yeah, it's like just a GIF online like or whatever. Byron, I can't believe Byron would stoop so low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, he didn't want him to really get hurt. He's I like, guess he's a new announcer. He's a company man. He's yeah. got to do what they say. Uh, and that seemed pretty good. Like, get him out of commission a little bit. Although, like, I, I guess he had to get a nose surgery for something else. So sure. I, like, used that really. And it's like, all right, he's gone. That'll cool him off a little bit. Then we had Roadblock, which is, like, literally just... What it is called? It felt like a roadblock. Well, let me tell you something about roadblock. I didn't watch it. I'm never gonna watch it. <laughs> there, you didn't miss anything. You no can't give me a Saturday over. night fucking a bonus. Don't. When you tell me something's not on pay per view, it's only on the network. You're not being like, oh, how exclusive. You're saying this is gonna be shitty. This is not good enough to <laughs> right. try to sell to people. They should make an event where the fu- they should make WrestleMania only on the network, not on paper. You know what I'm saying? Like that is like fuck. I better tune in. I don't know. It might be only. On the- I don't know how it works. Ah, it works. I watch everything on the network. But That's true. So yeah. So R- Roman Reigns just like it just, he just didn't work. So let's so look. This podcast and many other podcasts and every WB any wrestling uh, review articles talking about how bad Roman Reigns is. But how can they save this main event? Like, well, what, what what would you see? There's no money in the bank. Last year the main event actually. Roman Reigns wrestled a great match. People were very into it. The story of that match worked. Mm-hmm. Lesnar mm-hmm. was clearly the face there. It worked. Same thing going into this one. Seems like Triple H will end up being the face. And, well, uh, in a weird... Well, I'll tell you. Here's my take on this match. So, and, I, and it's something I've said to you before. Is that when Triple H won the Rumble, you were like, well, what the fuck? That's a bad main event. Triple H, Roman Reigns. And I was like, look, here's the deal. We need to live in a world where we must accept they will put Roman Reigns in the main event at WrestleMania. They don't care how they're doing it. Automatic, this man must be in the main event. That We just need to accept that that's what WWE is right. going to do. And, and, and I see, it right now, at this point, it's like, they clearly want that. Right. They, they've buckled last year by having the Rollins win. Right. It's going to happen. Right. It's not up for debate. Roman Reigns has to be in the main event. One way the, so to me, Triple H winning the Triple H is the only opponent for him that is maybe going to put some asses in seats that people might tune in for because it's a it's an old school guy like it's a guy well, who has Triple a fan H base. Looks great. He looks he's great. Very he's, in the storyline. He's not really a comeback. He's right there. He's a guy who's always in contention and he's the hottest heel they got. Yeah, and also he does draw people. Like exactly. You know, our mutual friend Jonathan Wadowski is a casual wrestling fan. He's right. a guy who dipped in hard in the Attitude Era, right. and now he. He's like, oh, Triple H is uh, going to main event WrestleMania? I'll watch oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll watch that's, that. Uh, by the way, what John, uh, his wrestling fandom is called responsible watching. That's when you watch when it was really good in the Attitude Era, and then not so much in your 30s. And you say, ah, I'm Ruthless good. Ruthless aggression? Responsible. <laughs> it's called responsible <laughs> consumption, not ruthless aggression. But no. yeah, so I'm okay with Triple H being in this main event. And then what I said to you is that as far as main events go, going into WrestleMania, Roman Reigns for tr- versus Triple H for the belt is more exciting or at least less disgusting to me than what last year's main event was billed as, which was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the belt. For some reason, I gave less of a fuck about when that. When Paul Heyman was talking about how great Roman Reigns is, when it he just, was selling Roman Reigns so hard, it just didn't which make is, again, sense. what Triple H is doing. It's like, right. everyone has to do the selling for him. Triple H is like, I'll sell myself as so evil right. to make you look good. He can't make himself look good for his life. Exactly. So we were pretty upset about this main event. We're like, how the fuck are they going to save it? Last year's WrestleMania, I mean. And then they did. That Rollins moment was awesome. The match played out great. Brock Lesnar beat the fucking shit. shame off. Your shirt was right off. Those tiny little dime-sized nipples were on display. That's a big reveal for the listeners is that I have tiny nips. You know how you're going to put a picture of me as the avatar for this podcast? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Take that off. Scrap it. 
put up a picture of one of your nipples. Yeah. And I'll put I'll put a dollar in there so people get perspective. A silver dollar? <laughs> no, no, no. You should do <laughs> or a dollar bill. Put a dollar bill next <laughs> to your nipple. That was what I was meaning. But you no. said silver dollar. Well, you should just put a silver dollar next to your nipple on the left, and then your nipple, and then on the right, a dime. So you could see. It's happening. So <laughs> quit dodging the question yeah. because it's not an easy question. What's the question? How can they make this main event good? What Is they're going to do. Hogan. Look, it's possible. Look, Hogan interrupt. Would that help? Anything's possible. They could have Mike Tyson show up and jerk off in the middle of the ring. You know, <laughs> They could have Papa Shango ritually fresh off his induction to the Hall of Fame as uh, no, the Godfather, Godfather could come in and ritually slaughter a chicken <laughs> yeah. to resurrect the ultimate warrior, and then he could jerk off in the ring. Someone could jerk off in that ring, Dan. <laughs> there are so many ways to save it. You're right. But that's not what's going to happen. No. What we both predict is that it's going to be a clean win for Roman Reigns over the mega heel Triple H, a triumph for the company, clean win to show that he makes it. First of all, as far as wrestling is concerned, the top brass, I think they're like, well, we owe Roman his WrestleMania moment. We didn't give it to CM Punk, but we owe it to Roman. They fucking love this guy. I'm never going to understand why. I think it's just as simple as look, because don't get me wrong, the guy looks fucking yeah, he's awesome. he's a stallion. But he's just not, he doesn't no, have the charisma. I don't like his nose job. He looks a little weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> you got a little bit too Hollywood of a nose. Job. He needs to go more Hollywood and just get the fuck out of here and he go straight to the movie. His nose is a little pointier. Whatever, not important. Boys, they're not going to save this main event, Dan. They're going to have him cleanly, at least my opinion, my guess. And I could be wrong. I was. That's the thing. Last year we were like, how can we save this main event? And we're like, well, if Ray, if uh, if Rollins cashed in, that'd be awesome. But they're not going to do that. They'd never do that. Okay. Here, and then they did it. How about I break it down a la carte for you? Yeah. Okay. All right. We're, me and you, we're sitting in row J mm-hmm. uh, at the Dallas AT&T Stadium yep. right now. Okay, um, Lesnar just beat up Ambrose really hard, and now right. we're in the main event. Okay, yep. although it's probably the women's match before that. Okay, okay so whatever. we're getting popcorn during the women's match. Yeah, now we yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. So Triple H, uh, Roman Reigns comes out first, correct? Of course he does. Triple Is H comes out in a five-minute booze. Is it too overwhelming booze? Well, here's the thing about Roman Reigns, and it's more of a commentary on children. For people who are adults and watching the product, yeah. you need to earn my fandom. You need to earn my respect. Do something okay. great in ring. You're amazing at skirting the question. Do something great <laughs> on, on Mike. But if you're a kid, yeah. you don't need to earn shit. The kids are going to like whoever you shove down their throat and be like, this guy's the coolest guy. Yeah. The kids are just like, yeah, he's the best. That's what Hulkamania was. Watch it back. It's fucking nonsense. It's bullshit. He's <laughs> lot, doing leg lot. drops. He's doing leg drops. You, he's a bald man with a Fu Manchu. Right now. Fuck him, right? He's racist. I don't need him. But we just said, this is the hero. And they're like, oh, I love the hero. Roman Reigns. crazy? Hulk, Hulk Hogan has amazing charisma when in his prime. He had 80s charisma. Great. He did he had 80s, 80s very 80s charisma. He has 80s charisma, and yeah, and he's botchamania now, right now. Now we're, t- he gets now we're talking about Roman Reigns, who has no charisma he whatsoever. He... He's shoved in the face of all the kids, and they're just like, so yeah, this guy's tough. He's so he's tough. He's going to go over, you're saying? I think it's going to be- the crowd. I think the it's Dallas be, crowd. I think it's going to be palpably booed, but I think there'll also be some cheers. You have to understand, we're in Texas. Texas is a stupid, stupid town, right? So, like, because I think- <laughs> Wow. Healing off on Texas. <laughs> it's stupid town, it's USA. I'm coming to your town, Dallas. So, uh, I'm coming to your fucking town. Let me tell you something, Dallas. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck everybody from Dallas. Fuck Dallas as a city. I've been there. It's a piece of shit. Fort Worth, I'm looking right at you, too, you fuck. Oh, you got good barbecue? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You're not fucking Mississippi. Yeah. 
You're not St. Louis. <laughs> it's okay, so now you're really hitting the barbecue game. I would fucking lick my fingers after eating the Texas chicken wing if they were on fire. So, okay. Just, okay. I didn't realize I had a character in here. What I'm, so, so this is <laughs> what I'm like all the time. <laughs> chef is healing off at Dallas Barbecue. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Dallas Barbecue, by the way, the worst barbecue restaurant in all of New York that City. Fact. That is fact. That Dallas Barbecue is the shittiest barbecue place in Manhattan. So, am I healing off or am I telling it like it? Is. I guess so. You but tell me, listeners. Unfair to the people as someone who's marrying into a Dallas family. She's so I'm, embarrassed about where she's from. She fucking moved to New York hard. She probably tells people she was born here. Now she's in LA. <laughs> she doesn't say, oh, I'm a Dallas girl. She goes, oh, well, you she's in New Dallas York today. She loves Dallas. Now, look, here's the deal. <laughs> so the, let's get to the main thing. So you're saying the kids will overwhelm. I'm saying, will, I'm saying they'll bring the cheers to Roman. There will be children or younger people at WrestleMania. There will be stupid locals at WrestleMania. Here's the thing. There's also a lot of smarks at WrestleMania. They will be booing. It will be a 50-50 booscape. Well, what's the smark? We talk about the, the crowd of a mania, right? When you go to, like, Philly, it's a heel town, which... In my mind, just means the smart town. Well, right? it's, a, it's a smarky town, and it's a heel. Philly has two things going yeah. for it. One, it's a heel town. They enjoy being <laughs> they enjoy being disgusting scumbag assholes. They just booed the Game of Thrones dragon yesterday. I'll Did boo anything. No, man, I didn't watch it. What? Uh, what? Uh, what well, whatever. Uh, just a quick recap. It's like in Philly, HBO did an event where they broadcast <laughs> the dragon onto like one of a church. Yeah, and there's just video of everyone just booing the dragon in right. Philly. That's awesome because it was underwhelming. It's so on brand for Philly. You know, Philly. If you show, if you're Connor, the the kid who died of cancer, yeah. Philadelphia is oh booing your tribute video. When the, the WWE shows the Connor tribute, and and this year we're inducting into the Connor McCushla Hall of Fame. <laughs> Connor McCushla, whatever his fucking He's a name is, baby. Yeah, whatever. Here's the video of the next real hero of wrestling. You know, yeah. Philadelphia fans are booing that that montage yeah. video because they're disgusting. Okay, people. so what I'm saying is that so when we get, I know what you're saying, they're disgusting people. All right, all right, that's fair. So Dallas, Shebs, you know, what well, do you like? Any towns? Love New York City. Okay, great. Born so, and raised. Love Montreal. Very nice town. Good people. Good restaurants. Bret Hart fans. All right. So mm, yes. Okay. Look. So. More of an Alberta Dallas, guy. I but. think what I think is going to happen to Mania about Roman Reigns' pop is yeah. I think it's it's going to be just like, eh. it's going right. to be like people aren't really going to know what to do. So no like, reaction. You're just, it's like, going to be just very like okay, and people are going to be excited, but Triple H cheers are going to be huge. I think it's going to be a similar soundscape, but in less like I think you're right. Roman Reigns is going to be lower decibel. Triple H is going to be higher decibel. People will be cheering or booing. High, like but high reaction. down to that match when it's coming down to the wire and yeah. you know you're doing, they're going punch for punch yeah. at the end and it's like yeah. a fatigue like, you know, test of strength and right. endurance. Triple H punches will be the ones cheered. Roman Reigns will punches be will be the boo. I agree. He will be the heel. So how, so then, cool. So that's how it breaks down. So how do they, they, they want Roman Reigns to win. How can they make him win in a way that won't be just him being booed out of WrestleMania? I t- or is it on? Un- I don't think that's what they're going. I think they're going to do that thing where like, nah, it's going to go over great. Yeah, yeah, the people are ready. I mean, it's in Dallas. Again, it's stupid town. The red states tend to be more marky, more shitty, more eat whatever you feed them. Like, there's going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. guy's the heel. I mean, this guy's the hero. He's the baby face. He's the heel. Yeah, what's well, <laughs> yeah. the baby face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Okay. That's a fair point of view. Stupid town. Okay, stupid, stupid town, town, USA. Okay, so Dallas. Okay, fuck out so of here. are there any? All right, let's break it down like this. Are there any walk-ons, entrances, interrupts that could save that main event? That's a safe bet. 
That's a safe bet. But the thing is, I don't think it's going to be. Like, it, my true, I mean, there must be, right? Because they got to sell it some way. Yeah. But I, I, I don't, I'm not even offering good. I mean, the number, you know, I, I'm a radio professional. All right, the number one yeah. rule of radio. <laughs> yeah, you just burped while saying you're a radio That's professional. professional. But number one rule of radio is like, it's maybe not number one, but it's in the top five. It's like, you got to just take a stand, even if you don't agree with it. Don't be wishy-washy. I'm like, well, I don't know. Just either argue for something or against something, but go hard, and the callers, they'll either agree with you or disagree with you. It'll do, no one's going to call in to okay, be like, so oh, yeah. Make a call. Fine, let's do some good radio. Right. I'm going to say that that match is going to be great. They're gonna wrestle really hard. They're gonna. They're, I think they're gonna do a really good job. Like just like he was, because I saw him do it last year. Take a match, and we were walking into uh, Levi Stadium last year. We were not excited about that main event, and that main event won us over right. while we were watching it. And then you know Rollins came in, but I think still before the Rollins uh, cash in, we were still like. The match was still exciting. The only way, the only reason, but that has nothing to do with Roman Reigns. The reason the match was so exciting is because they played it the only way that was cool for us, which, was, which is Brock Lesnar beat the shit out of him. But I think they could do similar thing. And then the Triple H is not Brock Lesnar. It's not believable for Triple H to just steamroll through Roman Reigns. Yeah, but it's going to be just a clean. It's going to be a clean Reigns with maybe you'll have like Stephanie come down. Yeah, and do something. there might be some some bullshit, but, but it's going to be just clean and it's going to be a good match. But you're going to walk. It's going to feel cool in the moment, and then you're going to walk away feeling unsatisfied. I disagree. I think it's going to be like a bad match. It's going to be boring as a match. I don't yep. think either of those guys can carry a match, let alone with each other. And I think uh, it'll go to Reigns clean enough, or if not clean, there'll be some interference, but he'll prevail. It's going to be a one, two, three. He's going to beat the champ. He's going to get the belt, and they're going to throw the fucking confetti around like anyone gives a fuck. Any chance we see a Rollins interrupt, but a Reigns still win, and then you set up the Rollins feud. Well, if there's a Rollins interrupt, I think a much more interesting thing to do is to not have Reigns win anyway, to have Rollins cost Reigns the belt, and then set up that Reigns... That setup that Reigns is still kind of un- unsatisfied, but now Rollins is back. Triple H has the belt, and Rollins is like, oh, well, you're just holding it for me. Now give me back the belt. It's my belt. I never yeah. lost it. And Triple H is like, I don't think you're an A, uh, an a plus player anymore. You're a B plus player. I don't want to give the belt back and have Rollins, Triple H have a feud. That's a way more interesting feud to me. I actually think now you're saying, now we're talking this out. The only way to save that ending of that match, because I think the match, they're going to find a way to make the match actually exciting. The only way to save that is by setting up the storyline for Raw with another wrestler. Right. Which is Rollins or something. You know, Rollins, he's injured, but I'm just saying like an Orton or somebody comes in and does something. Nothing would be cooler. Because Reigns needs it. He can't just stand on the turnbuckle with his arms up. He'll just get, it will be. Let me tell you how fucking, this guy's so basic. He's coming at me with wrestling shit that just doesn't work. His like, his taunts are going, ooh, ah. Yeah, yeah. That's not cool. He loads up his arm and then he punches the ground. That's not cool. Nothing he does is cool. Like that would be cool if he punched the ground and it made people fall. Yeah, that'd be a great move. If his finisher (laughs) was he punches from Mortal Kombat. What I'm saying is that wrestling to me is always about like being a cool dude. You got to do shit that looks cool to people. Sometimes the unlikeliest thing is cool to somebody. Sometimes even just being goofy or not cool or funny turns out being cool. Like Mr. Sacco. That wasn't meant to be a cool guy thing in the classic right. sense, but people just got behind like, oh, that's so fucking cool. It's so cool how he just punched. Well, and we saw the puppeteer this week. Mick, Mick Foley, Foley. The puppeteer himself. The pup, the, was on the Raw. Foley. And speaking of cool guys, I feel like that's a good transition okay. into the Ambrose-Lesnar angle. Okay. So, how are we feeling about Ambrose-Lesnar? Um, if they play it the way they need to play it, 
I feel great. Which is the ultimate squash, like just yeah. beat the shit out of bro- out of um, Dean Ambrose. I think yeah, and that to the point where he loses the match, but goes on on top like uh, Stone Cold bleeding at thirteen. Right. I think he's gonna get the shit kicked out of him, but then like not just keep kicking out. I think he might get unheard of. What they're doing with Ambrose? Did you get like ten F five and kick in out a anyway? Row. Right. Kick out of all of them, and then one of them he doesn't kick out. Right. Or or right. Or then he might even be able to mount an assault at some point, and go on the offensive a little bit, but that'll get shut down. Yeah. But what they're doing with Ambrose? I mean, they fu- wrestling. Here's what. Let me tell you a point about wrestling. Yeah, yeah, let me make up. a big point G- about a big fucking industry here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. setting it up. There is no subtlety to wrestling. That does not exist in the world of wrestling. Nuance, subtlety, absolutely not. Or in the world of Jason Shabiro. I'm a subtle man sometimes. I fucking sneak it in there. That's not what this is about. They literally had Mick Foley show up on Raw, pass a barbed wire bat to Dean Ambrose and say to him- Like it's a Christmas present. And then say, think of this as a passing of the torch. Yeah. There's no subtlety. <laughs> no. If he didn't say the words, this is a passing of the torch, the message would have been well received Foley anyway. Foley also loves to just like sell himself out and he loves to just like basically lose or pass the torch, like make himself irrelevant. Well, but that what I'm saying is not that Foley's irrelevant. I mean, he's not wrestling anymore, but the point is they are just letting you know here's what Ambrose's deal is. Because for a while we're wondering, hey, yeah. is Bray going to be the next Undertaker? And they fucked that up. They didn't no, even win Bray that match. Is the next Blue Meanie. Exactly. <laughs> he's the next Kane. Well, my point on Bray is that they tried to pick him the next Undertaker, the next fucking face of fear, and they, they really made, just made the him the next, next Kane. Kane. Yeah, it's great. They missed Jobber it by one. The stars. He's the next jobber to the stars. If you need somebody to like boost their fucking profile by yeah. a win over, ooh, a scary guy, it's Bray. But with Ambrose, what they're clearly doing now is making him the next Foley, the next hardcore guy, high-risk guy. He's going to put his body last. He's going to do whatever he needs to get the fans an entertaining show. He's I the think next, he's more Edge-esque than Foley. But they're making him more. They want him to be more Foley now. And that's what this Pass of the yeah. Torch is about. So this match against Lesnar. In a good way. I'm saying that Edge, remember Edge was putting his body like on the line, you know, even his, in his feuds versus Cena. During that era, like he Edge was taking some serious bumps. He always knew how to earn the crowd's respect, even the Edge of Christian ladder matches. For sure. But and and even he had that thing with Foley, like the EC when ECW mm. came back, like mm. he wrestled with Foley and they yeah. were like lighting tables on fire and stuff. So yeah, he's in that camp there. But I think he's they're directly alluding to Mick Foley and they want Ambrose to be the new maniac who just feels no pain. He's ne- let me tell you what about Ambrose. Yeah. I don't know if in his career at WWE he ever lost via tap out. He may have, you know, in the days of the shield or who the yeah. fuck knows. He will never lose by tap out again, and they will pretend he never lost by tap out. Right. Wrestling is a big at revision of history. If he ever had a tap out, yeah. lost they'll ignore that and they'll be like this guy has never submitted that he's gonna be the guy that you have to you have to have him pass out from a submission hole. you got yeah you got to kill him or he's not gonna right lose. that's the, what they're going which with is, which is which is working of course it works i mean i'm not a huge ambrose fan i think i used to be and he sort of lost me a little bit because he's just too same thing with the reigns he suffers from like this isn't good enough like you're just kind of doing like a copy of a copy of a copy it's not enough you're not a real great I, to me. I, ambrose is like i always have a feeling of like i want to be a fan i'm, I'm always tr- i'm always trying to get behind him but the look this I, the only thing I don't like is the street fight angle. Like I've never been a well, fan. Well, but that's of, like, an important street part. fight. But I understand that's the, that's where they're solidifying him as like hardcore. And that's the only way I love it. Where it's like you maniac, you're gonna get into a street fight with Brock Lesnar. But that's the only way to have a match that's not. That's the only Lesnar killing him exactly. He can, he can. Yeah. Why would Lesnar want it to be a street fight? He should want oh. it to be uh, a wrestling match. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he should yeah. be like, I'd like. Oh man, you know what I want this to be. 
collegiate wrestling rules. <laughs> He's an amateur wrestling match. NCAA style. Great for Lesnar. Yeah, he, but but Heyman po- is getting a little tired on the mic. I'd say. Well, I think his he voice is just strained. He's just tired physically at this point. The, the, the Suplex City. They must be selling a shit ton of those T-shirts. Of course, they're selling shit. Because Every time they, you go to a town, they make a new one for the town. And out. That's it's regional gear, so baby. Hard, but it is so Look, tired. You have to be. It's a special level of wrestling superstar when you could sell regional gear because you don't need yeah. to put up the big numbers. Like you don't have to have a DX shirt that everyone's buying. As long as you fucking. Because I bet even the most popular generic shirt gets outsold by like a fucking Pittsburgh Suplex City shirt because it's regional. You're like, fuck, they don't yeah. make this everywhere. Can't get it online. Gotta buy it here. Only The Rock was able to pull that off. But the finally, The Rock has come back. To yeah, you. one of my biggest regrets is not buying the finally. The Rock's back in New York shirt when we were at Madison Square Garden. A lot of big regrets for Dan Black this episode. It had a, it had a, like an apple on it. <sighs> a big apple. I wish, man. And actually, you know what we should do tomorrow while you're in town? I found there's a fucking, like, you know. I know. That's the vintage t-shirt the vin- There's a big, you know, the East Village is fucking rotten with vintage shops these days. We need to pop down there see if we could find some. There's scare up some of shirts I want real bad. Gotta scare up some old wrestling shirts. Them. Like, one of them I want is, like, there's a Bret Hart shirt from back in the day that has, like, purple lightning all oh, in it. And it's mm. just a huge... Huge portrait, like a of his. I know exactly what shirt you're talking <laughs> yeah, about, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't purple; it was pink, but on a black shirt. And back then, in the early yeah. '90s, they couldn't get that to look right. <laughs> no, so pink on black is kind of like a was like I a never hot purple. ordered it because it was so expensive. It well, was like ten dollars. <laughs> you never ordered it because your parents wouldn't <laughs> buy it for wouldn't you. Give me any anything when I was a kid, <laughs> but, uh, anything like that. Anything, any useless bullshit that they shouldn't yeah, have wasted their money on? Bullshit, yeah, parents are like that, man. Of well, how, much, how much wrestling gear did I have? None. My parents didn't buy me shit either. Well, you Immigrant had like a couple shit. wrestling buddies. I stole those. <laughs> those wrestling <laughs> buddies in my house, I stole one from a kid in college. I had one. I had Hulk Hogan. You had Macho Man also. That's stolen from a dude in college. Wow. Remember when I made that wrestling movie, The Phoenix Rises? Yeah. That dude had we uh, the training montage was me learning how to wrestle by doing moves to Macho Man wrestling buddy and yeah. then I just fucking kept it. I was like, "Fuck you, bro." Speaking of the Phoenix Rising, uh, Vince McMahon, Taker, and Shane. Real quick, not to bring it back, but yeah. Phoenix Rising, uh, the the wrestler was named the Phoenix, and his real name was Tommy Phoenixowski. Just want to plug that old <laughs> that old Fienikowski. student film I made. All right, anyway, back to the lecture. So let's hand. get into the Shane Taker thing. So, uh. I'm this gonna is come huge. out hot here. This is huge. And just be like, Shane is not doing it for me. Let me tell you something. And I know you are a all the smarts. Huge. I'm the biggest Shane. Shane fan you've ever met. All you listeners out there, if you're, you're in Dallas, fuck you. If you're in Philly, you're an asshole. And if you're a guy who's liking Shane McMahon, let me tell yeah. you something. You've never liked him. I liked him since day fucking one, pal. The Mean Street Posse. I'm in it. Pete Gas. Joey Abs, <laughs> I'm the third guy. Jay Shebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so you think you're in the Mitri Posse of Greenwich, uh, even though you just said you're a New York City guy. Whatever. Loafers with no socks and a sweater vest? I'm wearing them. I did like that. But I'm saying Shane <laughs> is very botchamania on the mic. Well, okay, look, I think it's unfair. I mean, I think at its core, this is supposed to be like a raw recap show, yeah. but that's not what we've been doing. This is more of a WrestleMania. It, you know, the show is what it is. I mean, you the try to release these organic. things after I raw. I try to bring these things up. I try to I try to corral us in. You know, I noticed that you could we can talk about Roman Reigns sucking for maybe three hours straight. That could be a bonus episode. <laughs> that could be a three-hour pre-WrestleMania <laughs> special feature for the podcast. No, and but we're th- going to be doing an episode after, at WrestleMania. After WrestleMania, we're going to come back to the hotel room and we're going to record yeah, with special guest, with special Arlen, Arlen. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna come hot. 
off of the press. Well, so I want to get back to the Shane business, okay? I'm a huge Shane McMahon fan. Yeah, I've always loved Shane McMahon. Established. The reason I love him is because he never had to do any of this shit. Vince McMahon had to build well, the company. Well, that's his whole appeal, is that he goes for it. He's Dude's jumping to off the... T- that he's not just a rich kid. Elbow dropping off the fucking Titantron. Wrestlers don't even want to do that spot. Yeah. Coast-to-coast missile dropping might be the biggest bump you could take on that canvas. Jumping as far as you can, yeah. land around your... The guy, he got a concussion getting fucking German suplexed Two times through by a Kurt window Angle, by Kurt Angle. And the glass did not Just, break. Right. And he, and he landed right on his head. The guy puts his fucking shit on the line. He's way more hardcore than Dean Ambrose. And at the end of the day... Well, that's why I was saying Dean Ambrose is more like Edge. Because, like, yeah, he took a big bump. Like, at Mania last year, Ambrose took a huge bump. Yeah. Remember when he, he got powerbombed by Luke Harper into the ladder that was mm. propped up against mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah, big bump. The, the rail yeah. and the ring? That was a huge bump. He takes bumps, but they're very Edge-like bumps. They're right. calculated bumps. He's like, doing I'm going to do this one Where Mick Foley was taking just a reckless amount of bumps, being like, this is a match that I'm going to really kill myself. Right. This, not a spot. This so is- Ambrose takes big spots, but he's not... He's not Foley caliber. Let me tell you exactly how I'm going to sum this up. When Foley and and Ambrose had that promo on Raw, it the thesis ended with like I'm Dean Ambrose. That's what I do, right? But for taking big spots like that, that's not what Mick Foley does. That's all Mick Foley yeah, does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not what I do. It's all I do. <laughs> so yeah, so we were talking about Shane. For me, Shane's not hitting. You, for you, it's hit. You're just you're just well, a Shane guy. Let me ask he you this. Great. Let me ask you this. This last Raw, he he was a little. Fl- I mean, flubbed up a little. Him and Taker oh. both had horrible promo. Wasn't great on the mic. This Vince's la- promo was great. Well, I want to talk about Vince in a second because <laughs> all right, corral it in. Yeah, what do you want to talk? We got to get through the the Shane stuff, okay? Shane on this last Raw yeah. was not great. His promo, he was flubber it a little bit. He messed up a couple yeah, he said, phrases. He said, it's going to go down. You're going to punch me. You're going to miss. I'm, I'm going to miss. miss. He said, I'm going to miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gonna, you're going to miss. I mean, you're going to miss. Then I'm going to punch you. I'm going to miss. Then we'll be on the floor. I'll pick you off off the floor. You pick me up off the floor. It didn't make sense. It was nonsense. It was a bad promo. <laughs> yeah. He and, seems and, like he seems nervous. He seems and, like a well, very nervous performer. Like he's not. He doesn't feel it. He's lost a lot of his comfortableness in there. Well, he hasn't been in wrestling for fucking ten years. He's been selling Chinese TVs. You know. Yeah. He's he's not in the mix. So he give him some fucking break. Chinese but TVs. Taker he terrible on the mic. Richard take, in China. <laughs> Taker Taker is known for just probably never cutting a good promo. Right. But he still has charisma. He still has presence. So that's the thing. You don't have to be great on the mic if you still have that fucking raw charisma, which he has. Okay, but between Shane and, and Taker going back and forth, bad promo spot on Raw. But you're gonna tell me that Shane's bad on the mic or nervous on the mic? That first when he first came back, I don't care about this match that much. I'm gonna go. Well, fall, well it's hard to care about this match. Taker's streak has been broken, and it's Shane fighting Taker. It's 100 why I said that to you while we were watching is that Taker losing the streak makes him fighting at Mania lose so much steam. Not to say that it wasn't worth it. So what are you gonna blame my boy Shane for? You can't look me in my fucking pretty eyes right now yeah. with I wear eyeshadow. Media, I wear right. eyeshadow like the Undertaker. Yeah, and your hair is also, I see you've been, it's in an awkward grow out phase. Well, I just got to, this, this isn't about my hair. <laughs> yeah. It's about my eyes. Look right into them. Okay, I'm looking. Deep. I'm looking. Okay. Do you have a sty? I have a sty. You've noticed. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. It's not a bit. 
Now let me tell you something. <laughs> Damn, by he told me to look into your eyes, look deep into my eyes. He leaned forward. Got a little bit of sty. He has a sty. It hurts. It's paining me, but I'm powering through for the good of the podcast, the good of the listener. I mean, most people when they have a sty, <laughs> don't demand don't, that people don't stare right at it and demand someone looks at it. Get over here. This is as botched as Shane's promo this week. But all right, fine. So I'm looking at your sty. I'm trying right. to look into your eyes, but I'm. You're distracted, distracted by the, by the painful pussy pimple of inside my lid. <laughs> yeah. Look into my eyes. <laughs> okay, you'll notice there's a sty. Get past it. Yeah, you can't tell me. I can't get past it. Well, you got to try for the good of the podcast. Okay, you can't tell me yeah. that when Shane reappeared on Raw, his fucking return to Raw. That you were not losing your mind at how fucking awesome it was and how great that promo was that he cut against Vince and against Stephanie. It was pretty good. It was huge. I had that was the biggest pop I've saw, I've seen all of year, all of the year. It and was last definitely year. the biggest pop that you could get next to a CM Punk return. Of course, right, it, right. But I'm not saying That's it's, I'm not saying it's the biggest. Upon. Look again, I'm not saying it's the biggest pop, mathematically fathomable. Yeah, I'm saying it's the biggest pop I've seen in. All of this year and all of 2015, this was the biggest pop. Bigger than the pop of the sty. <laughs> I would love to pop the sty, but I can't. Okay. Wish That's it could. be a huge pop. I can't wait till it goes, man. Okay. So anyway, so yeah, I, I agree with you. And you think that My promo was bad? You think he cut a bad promo? It, was, it wasn't that it was bad. Is that the stakes of the stakes of his relationship to WWE was unclear even after that promo to me. <laughs> I was like, wait, so, okay, so he hasn't been here, but I guess he's still in control somehow. And like, it seemed like, that. it seems like he might own some shares, <laughs> and he's got something in a lockbox. No seems to be upset about that, except me. I'm the only one who's just like, I, I need to know a little more what the, about what the infrastructure was here. Was it that, like, just a, a justification line of, like, he could have used to just be like, hey, uh, you thought I sold my shares to you, but, uh, look again, I, they're still mine. Like, look who I sold them to. S H, Onimac, yeah, yeah, that yeah. Shane Omac baby, yeah, or like who do you think that the 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 uh, like the uh, silent voters been in those board meetings, like right. just something because it's like wait what, so you're running it but you're not here, like it doesn't well it, you made the you're making the fatal mistake of expecting any wrestling plotline to make any sense, be consistent from week to week and not just be like riddled with fucking plot holes. Well, that's that's. Always the biggest complaint with wrestling for right. everybody is just the, just the continuity is garbage. Right, and these aren't guys who they don't understand how their fucking shareholder system works. Yeah, they don't have like they own it. They don't even know what's going on. They couldn't write it if they had their yeah. fucking accounting department write it for them. But he, they have good writers come through there, and they can't do anything. Nah, they don't stay. The good ones don't stay. No. Here's the thing. Let me tell you this. Look into my eyes. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to. It's what gross. they what they opted for is not like some sort of share swap thing they opted for they hinted at there's a lock box somewhere that shane has <laughs> yeah. he's holding it over Vince's, like there's some sort of blackmail via lock box going on and then they just drop that shit too yeah and then also vince's whole thing was like oh shane what do you want here you want the checkbook what do you want you want money that's what it's always about that's with you huh but he also was like, but he still owns the company it's like, like why would he want money not nah, bro i got money the cool thing the thing that works and the reason that no one's getting caught up in is it is cool to be like you're the thing he made some really solid points about how 
how Vince and Stephanie are exactly. taking the company. It's like the wrestlers are all hurt specifically. That is was really true. And big, Arlen's big thing when he comes on the podcast is he likes anything that's real. Well, and it's true. The real when things are real and break the wall, yeah. the kayfabe wall, they have a lot of success with that. When and it works on multiple levels, Shane's working at all is because Shane did leave the company. But you're saying that's why it's working at all. Like it's like oh maybe not working. It's working fucking great. No, this is actually the only thing unclear. Actually, is Taker and, Sh- right. and Vince's exactly. relationship. It just that the only thing is the match itself is like shoehorned into this otherwise great story. And Taker's like. acting like he's like, I well, I'm not allowed to turn down this match. Like I'm, uh, you know what I mean? Like right. he's like, well, they set this match for me. Like he's an active wrestler, but he is like this outside <laughs> enigma or whatever, charismatic enigma, if you will. No, uh, it's more of a Jeff Hardy. Situation. That would be a big return. People would go nuts for that. Uh, they would. Not as big as Shane, though. But yeah, so uh, Shane was. I'm saying the Shane return was huge. The storyline with him and Vince is huge. I believe he's going to win the match because I think he's going to take Taker's a role. Promos worse than ever. They're always been bad. They were never so, good. Yeah. So that match, that promo didn't but, work for me. Let's so let's talk about the match of Mania. But, but, I think I have the ending figured out. Okay, I want to hear this because you've been really fucking. Te- you've been texting it to me. You've been Facebook messaging it to me. You said I know how this match is going to end. The, but let me so, since you have the yeah, what yeah. is might be the the Just, true prediction yeah. before we have the big reveal. I want to tell you that I think Shane is going to win. I think that he must win because he needs to have a more active role in the company. And wrestlers usually go out on their sword, right? You don't win. You don't leave. You don't retire on a victory. You retire on a loss. So I think Taker's an old school kind of general like that. He's going to do a loss. He would love to lose in a way. You're that saying he's retiring because I think he's not retiring. Interessante. He's Picante, 100% pants. not retiring. Well, he 100% needs to. Even his eyeshadow is running. <laughs> he's definitely like, not retiring. And also, another yikes. reason I think he's not retiring is like, uh, first of all, his wife, Michelle McCool, keeps posting Instagram posts of Taker working out and like showing the shape he's in. And he does seem to be getting in better shape. But that could be just for this match or just to be an in-shape guy. No, I know. But they would set up that this is his last match. Like for Michaels and for and for Flair, for wrestlers of this fame, they normally announce this as a, a retirement well, match. He's it, not just going to... But that's the thing. You're talking about... Let me tell you this. When you're talking about Ric, Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels, those are two of the most self-absorbed, self-celebratory wrestlers in the history of the annals of wrestling. Those two specifically. Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels. Undertaker is notoriously... It's not about him. He's. It's about the sport. It's about wrestling. He, yeah, he doesn't oh, want that so, shit. Or would he bury Bray as much as he has? See, you know what? I used to think it's not up to him, but his year of burying Bray as opposed to setting up a new younger guy who's I keep thinking in my head that him and uh, uh, him and IRS are friends in real life because they're from that era. And that it's like he's being really mean to his sons. I gotcha. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't know. So, look, I love Taker, but I think this match, is it his retirement match? I do not think so at all. Interesting. So, So, what's your prediction? My prediction is that. Shane will win. Mm-hmm. Taker will like tombstone him twice, do something to solidify that he wins. Mm. But then he puts Shane on top of him for the win because he's like Vince, like you don't control me. Because they're setting up, they're setting up right now that like Vince keeps going like this is my my muscle, like this is the guy who I'm control, and they're keeping that vague. Yeah, it's this is the only angle I could see is that right. he'll be like, all right, I want you in just to screw over Vince, right? Because he's like, look, I could obviously. Take him out, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna put him on right, top of me. Right. Well, I'll and tell you, it will what. not be a retirement match. I 100 disagree with you that that's even in the realm of possibility. It's the only thing that makes sense right now. It makes no sense, and it's not going to happen. And okay. I'll tell you why. Why? Because that goes against so wrestling etiquette. You didn't solve it. You didn't solve it. I'm sorry, bro. You didn't solve it. Okay. Taker 
would never just like think about wrestling. You have to suspend your disbelief and assume that these guys need to win matches for whatever reason. That's like their lifeblood. They just love yeah. winning matches more than anything else. Yeah, Taker's not just gonna fucking lose a match willingly to prove a point to fucking Vince. What's he gonna feud with Vince now? I don't, I don't, I don't buy that out of his character saying like, "Hey, Vince." You're not, that's like something that like Ambrose would do or like Shane would do. Like, right. you're not my dad. Fuck you. Like a petulant teen. That's not Taker's jam, baby. Taker doesn't fuck like that. But he is going to lose the match. I think he will win the match as far as like who deserves to win. I think he's going to put Shane away. But someone's coming to that cage. Someone's fucking around. I mean, just look at the Rogues Gallery characters, right? You got Kane with the authority. He could come in. They got some beef. Yeah. You got Bray. What I personally so you think, think Taker is retiring. I do think he's retiring. Um, but even if he dis- this is a really shitty road to retirement. Uh, okay, but I don't think it. I don't think he needs a fucking road to retirement. I think he's gonna hold out and he's- hope for the Cena match next year. Why does he need to go out to Cena? Because it's a real match. Why? I mean, this is definitely a fake match. I, <laughs> yeah. I will give you that. That <laughs> your retirement match to Shane it, it sucks. Unless, unless, honestly, the only reason I bought it is because like. It would be in service of a huger storyline. Like, I don't think you're appreciating how fucking huge stakes it is that Shane McMahon is back. A company that he fucking left and said, I'm never doing this again. I'm doing non-wrestling shit with my life. To come back, and because here's the deal. At the end of the day, the McMahon family is the gold standard. of re- They are the best people in all of wrestling history. The biggest heel of all time is Vince McMahon. He is a better heel than Stone Cold was a face. He's the reason that any of this works. And I don't mean just because he owns it and is making yeah. it happen and turning the lights on. As I mean, as a character, as a fucking movement, it's bigger than the NWO, bigger than DX. The biggest thing in all of wrestling history is Vince McMahon as the fucking bad guy, period. Yes. Uh, yeah, Shane coming in. The style. Shane but coming I, in. I think, I think really when it comes down to it, it's a weird... They should have played the retirement angle, and that's been Taker's mess up the whole year. I'm not denying your Vince point. I, of course, agree with your point. I'm just talking about this match. Is that Taker has had this whole run, mm-hmm. right? He's had this whole run since SummerSlam. Uh-huh. SummerSlam was him, Lesnar, right? Yes. And then Hell in the Cell, him, Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Then he did the match with Kane at whatever, Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First Bray Wyatt. He's had this, and all he's done this whole time is act like he's on top of his game, even when he's lost right. and tapped out to Lesnar. Yeah. And the storytelling has been stupid. Right. Is that he's losing, but not being like, I might be getting old, but like, I'm going to go out a winner at WrestleMania. Like, they're not setting any of that up. So it just makes me feel like he's not, he's, he's not making a decision about retiring. He's pulling like a real Peyton Manning thing. Right. A real slow burn. He's like, oh, I, I, you know, and I don't know. And I, and I don't, I don't, it doesn't feel. You know, the other possibility, I'm thinking that the Shane thing, or the other possibility is just a clean taker win, and that Shane goes away, is that this is really because all these guys are hurt, and they're making us believe that Shane has any interest in coming back, and not the fact that they gave him a million dollars to just do a couple months of work. That's interesting. The, the, The Shane is a red herring. It's the only way to pop up a match real huge. I think he's. A lot I think of people think it's a it's a it's a red herring. You I, know. I think he's. I think it's gone too well for them to not recognize that it needs to exist. I think. I think that that's classic wrestling, though. Like it's like, oh wow, this is working so well, but their plan is something different. That's interesting. I mean, all right. So here's the deal. I 100 percent disagree that Undertaker 
versus Shane is going to end with Taker double tombstoning him and then putting his then putting Shane's hand over him to lose the yeah, match. That sounds crazy to say. That's not happening. It does sound crazy to say, and I'm wavering, which is breaking your, your rule in radio. Right. But I am saying that storyline-wise, it's the only thing I see that makes what they're doing seem deliberate. Right. But that's me falling for again, thinking that they have any actual plans right. or any or that they're writing is reviewed right. in a way where they see the holes in it and try to make sense of it. They just leave things by making no sense. Right. So I, I don't think that that's going to happen, but I now am, at least I, I, I see your point that maybe it's not the retirement match and maybe there's more yeah. going on. Maybe it should have been his retirement match. This is a he should mess retire. up by Undertaker. But he should have went out and made, he should have wrestled. I don't know. Who can he wrestle on that roster? I don't know, man. I don't. Let me ask Triple you a question. Triple H. I mean, or well, that'd be really a good. Guy who pushes people? He should have wrestled Bray again and have Bray win. Well, that's what I, that's my, what I wanted to say. Is that what I think is going to happen? Because yeah. I'm operating. You're the, seeing a Bray interrupt. That's what I'm saying. And Bray <laughs> becoming the the new face of fear. Well, that's the only way to make Bray seem cool. Is right now is because he's very under the radar. He's all. But, he's in Jobberville. Big he's time. A social. Outcast. I feel like people like his brother. Kind of like him. I think people dig him. I think. If he shows up in there, it'll be like, oh, he's been under the radar. It's almost like he's been here, but it's a return. Right, almost. right. It, it, totally. I think all they need to do, with, I think Bray is a powder keg. It's there. All the elements are there. They just need to fucking set it off. For him to do anything of relevance that has any sort of cool stakes whatsoever. Yeah, two years people, late. I'm saying people will be on board, though. They'd get on board. Yeah. Uh, but but he just doesn't. I mean, he's just been losing matches consistently. Yeah, I mean, you think they'll get on board with Bray. I start thinking that they're almost to this point where people are like, it's going to be tough to sell Bray. Dude, because you got to stabilize. If they're actually doing shit that fucking mattered, if those fucking three yokels and Bray Wyatt would interrupt title matches and fuck with Triple H or fuck with fucking just any plans that's going on, they're just busting matches. They just like take out the League of Nations or take out New Day in the middle of a promo and then leave mysteriously and not even to do matches. Yeah. Like, But why don't they ever do stuff like that? Like, why don't they have Bray Wyatt interrupt every single match at WrestleMania? It's <laughs> just. <laughs> In everybody take the belts, and you have like the craziest mania. Like Bray Wyatt's the type of guy who needs to melt down the belt. He can't just be walking around with the belt. He needs to melt it down into a little fucking Smelt talisman, it. into he an amulet, in, in armor, full <laughs> armor made of of wrestling belts, or like at least like a fucking like a Viking helmet yeah. with a skull made out of championship gold. I don't right. know, man. What's Bray's deal for Mania? Who's he involved with? I don't I even no know what idea. program I'm he's sure in somebody right now. Knows he, was, he just wrestled Lesnar at Roadblock. And right, then, but that's a fucking And then nonsense. his secret plan to beat Lesnar was, oh, we'll make it a two-on-one with Luke Harper. And it was just a way to like have, I'm pretty sure Harper's the guy who got pinned. Right. It was like, all right, well, we don't want to pin Bray. We don't want to like completely ruin him. Right. And we don't want to ruin this match. Right, but it does completely ruin him to have him yeah. and another guy both get Let's beat Let's move on. Let's talk about the IC belt. So, IC champion right now. Kevin Owens, the best wrestler in the company. Best wrestler in the company oh, right man. now. Should we talk about this or Ziggler? I'd rather we, talk about it. Well, we need to. Tr- we got precious little time left. What are we looking at? I think we're we're about fifty minutes in. All right, so we'll do uh, go to the official official timekeeper. Timekeeper. Ding ding ding. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're All right. right. All right, we're, we're going to talk about two things. We're going to we're going to we're going to discuss the Ziggler thing, and we're going to discuss the Kevin Owens thing Great. in a PTI five minute fashion. Okay, here, so we can get Bachelormania on the road. But so let's talk about Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. So I'm worried they're teasing a three way match, mm-hmm. a uh, fatal three way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are the three way matches called? Triple, triple threat. threat. They're gonna, a triple a threatening threat three way with the Miz uh, at Mania, which 
is so sad to me because I, I think a, a, a Zayn Owens match will steal the show 100%. I think it would. I think it would, and I think that they'll have that day in the sun one day. And I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that they won't do it right now. You, you're really worried about Miz popping in. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, the only argument you can make to me is that like they could use to give Zayn more time to get over. Maybe you know, yeah. and then wait till SummerSlam or something to have that actual one-on-one. Yeah, and establish this as like the time where they like start. Thinking he's cool. Having feud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. And like then have Kevin Owens, you know. Owens Zane is going to be so good because both those guys are going to fucking go bonkers for it. Like this is their dream was probably to wrestle each other at WrestleMania. All right. Will Kevin Owens reach his potential in WWE? Gun to the head. What's his potential meaning? Championship. Champion. Ever? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Before he's like too old and they like ruined him like Zane. I didn't say that, Dan. Yeah. No, I think he will have... The real belt. He's too good to not have it, and Triple H loves him. Are you excited about that match? What match? Mania. Like a Zane, Kevin Owens, me and you cut to two weeks in the future, and me and you are at WrestleMania. We hear Kevin Owens, music hits. Are you excited to watch that match? Of course I'm excited to watch that match. Me too. That's That's probably the best match on the the bill right now. That's the match I'm excited to watch, like the match. Yeah, the match will be good. I mean, look, you and me are notorious, though, for... When guys cut promos, like, there's going to be more action, less talking. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean less talking? I need more storyline and less of this bullshit. I don't need a match. I mean, The Rock is going to do at least a 40-minute segment. I cannot wait for it. With Ronda Rousey, probably. The highlight of WrestleMania for me is going to be The Rock just talking for 15 minutes. Yeah. I love I it. Uh, literally, he's going to be shooting Baywatch all day, and then he's going to get on a plane to cut a promo and fly back to shoot. Like, he's the craziest guy. When does he fuck? I don't think he fucks. The Rock's got to be fucking. No But way. when? He's and who? Man. He's so juiced up. I don't think he's got any sex drive. Dude, but he's so perfect of a human being. He does everything to the max potential. Yeah, that he's, means he's got to be, even if it's for, for appearances. My parents watched San Andreas last yeah. night, and we're like, I had no interest in that movie, especially because you live in California, and it scares right. me. Well, But they're like, The Rock is, they're like, he's so good. Let me tell you something. The San Andreas, I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I don't see any movies in theaters. Yeah. Have to be part of the movement to make that the number one movie in the world. <laughs> yeah. Could would be lying to would you. Would you know from his uh, The Rock's Instagram? Would be lying to you if I told you it was not a huge piece of shit <laughs> and a colossal waste of time. Yeah. However, yeah. I would watch that man do anything. Yeah. He's that good. I feel you. So you know he's fucking. All right, cool. So that match is good. Let's go to the Ziggler <laughs> segment. So look, Ziggler, you know, Ziggler, friend of the show. Friend uh, of the show. Dolph Ziggler. Love him. I, I admittedly have a bias, but right. I think I speak for everyone where everyone loves Dolph Ziggler. I think, I, look, by merit of him being able to step into the ring with Triple H, cut promos against the top heel and champion, the fact that they give him that platform means that they understand that he is a huge deal. But the stakes of the match were for a match at WrestleMania. Sure. And stipulated that it could not be for the belt. So it was like you just get um, any match at WrestleMania. Well, that's a very, I mean, that's a crown jewel for any pro wrestler. And Stephanie, who classically against against everybody, is just uh, is giving people matches that they can't win. Right. Gave him a match that he could win, a one on one with Triple H with no interrupt, Mm -hmm. and then bashed him. In the promo, it was just a bash, which is like, every, the only reason we keep you here is because everybody likes you. Right. I, I mean, don't know. I didn't think it was, I don't think it's, I think it's a waste of him. Like, I, he's a, uh, But I think that's the same old song. Dolph Ziggler's been wasting talent to, yeah. for, for years. They, they're not doing enough of them. He doesn't have a chance to do what he could do. I think he's awesome. One of the best in-ring wrestlers, right? I prefer if he goes back to the booty short 
Uh, I like the pants. I think the booty short kit. Very Shawn Michaels. I mean, the pants are fine, but like Dolph, baby, Bubba, you got to dance with the one that brought you. You know, like the booty shorts made you who you are. That's when you had your fucking gold, baby. Let's get that ass in some booty shorts. Okay, he, he, he okay. So he switched the pants. Whatever. I'm talking about. I can't get past this, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you got to stick with the issues that matter. Uh, you know, I don't know what to say with Dolph. Like, uh, the promo wasn't great. That he came in, it was kind of generic face guy promo stuff. You know, the crowd was into it because he's cool, but like it just wasn't yeah. anything special. Triple H's promo right before it that we talked about on the show already was maybe one of the best promos of recent Raw. You know, like just he's, shit. He's, Triple H is on another promo wise is one of the best promos of all time. But that's why I'm not even mad. People are like, oh, I can't believe they give an old guy like Triple H the belt. Fuck it. I'm like, guy, he, he, he's uh, the best thing they got. His acting is incredible. Yeah. His voice is Harsh. I'm saying he legit deserves to be champion. How fucking good he is on the mic, and how good he is of a storyline player in this storyline. Yeah. There is no Roman Reigns at all. But without so I guess this now we're saying Ziggler doesn't get a match at well, Mania. Ziggler. Does, well, the problem with Ziggler is the a pro- clean loss to Triple H. I mean, I get it because now you have to push Triple H as strong, right? Because he's going to be headlining exactly. WrestleMania. The, he's in that Bray Wyatt jobber to the but Star also, Zone. Also, like Roman Reigns came in after they couldn't even have Roman Reigns interrupt and have Triple H well, that's n- and not have. Done. Did Ziggler have to have a clean loss? Yes, because they got to pop up. They got to fucking have him job to the stars. But Triple H had a uh, Triple H. It's Triple H we're talking about here. Triple H had a clean win over Ambrose uh, at at Roadblock. Look, this is Triple H we're talking about here. As a guy notorious for taking the glory. Why bury Ziggler except for the fact that they they just hate him? I think Ziggler's getting buried. I think it's a combination of them not knowing what to do with him, him maybe not playing the right ball with them, his refusal to put on booty shorts. I don't think it's helping his case. I don't care about the booty shorts. They care because I care, and I'm in tune with the fucking McMahons. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Uh, All right, well, I mean... I just, I just, I think it's, bum- I mean, it's bummer to see him treated. But like, but like, look at this program. The program he's in right now is the anti-authority like hero. He's the guy who's just like, oh, we're sick of your shit. But he's not even the f- the top guy in that pro. Like that program is like the authority. Like for example, take a sports rivalry, right? You know yeah. those cities or those teams where it's like, well, the Yankees' biggest rivals is the Red Sox, and then some other shitbag team like fucking I don't know baseball, but like Tampa Bay is like our biggest rival is the Yankees too. It's like, well, the Yankees don't give a shit about you. Their rivals, the Red Sox. Right. You know, it's like, like. Triple H and the authority's rival right now is is like uh, Roman Reigns and maybe Ambrose Reigns. And then Dolph Ziggler's main rival is also like fuck the authority. But it's like you're not their main rival, <laughs> yeah. bro. You're like the second fiddle here. That's uh, th- that's true. So that's a problem with him. That's a bad yeah. writing, bad program that's that they're really putting him bad in. Previous to this, what was his fucking program? He was Rusev. in a fucking Lana, the, the fucking romantic angle, triple triangle, a triple yeah. thread of romance with Rusev. Historically, the most boring and yeah. fucking dead end storylines yeah. are like. I'm stealing your girl. It just doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't matter, you know. So and also, he, it start you start bleeding into the territory of like, wow, wrestling is so stupid. When yeah. you're like, all right, you want my girl back? Well, let's have a fake wrestling <laughs> yeah, match. This over is it. this is such old school, like so archaic. Like this is what people give a shit about. It just doesn't work unless the you only, make the stakes. The only way to make it work is if the girl is like, I really want to see who wins in a wrestling match, and that's the one I'll choose. Because <laughs> well, that that's a, <laughs> that's like such archaic. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I like the strongest boy. Yeah, 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 no, like, but it's the only way it works is when it's fucking real. Like when you know Edge really stole. Matt Hardy's girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like then it's cool because like whoa, awesome. anything that's real is good. All right, last point. Yeah, right, last point. Because we'll we got a jet, baby. We got a Sasha bachelor party to kick off. Mania. You think that's happening? Sasha over Charlotte for the belt. 
and Becky Lynch is three way. Honestly, I haven't even th- I haven't spent one second of my life considering I truly don't give a shit, which is sad because <laughs> yeah. like I really like all three of those people. I think they're great wrestlers. I think they truly are a step up above from where the divas were before. Do you Sasha front row? I said Sasha, and then she said, "Don't touch me," and she backed away when I was front row. And totally I that was really great because I didn't even put my hands close to her. weren't even trying to touch I, her. I just said her name verbally, so she thinks that she's doing a show for yeah, the cameras. She's audio. Can do I think you. do I think Sasha's gonna do a clean win or I can't, Charlotte I maintain? I think it'll be a Charlotte maintain. I mean, we know it's certainly not Becky. I don't know. Charlotte's definitely working right now as a heel with the flair thing. She's working really well. Yeah, I'd go Charlotte. I and, and I mean, she needs clean. a. Bo- I mean, like, why would they have her win? It? Be a, she'll win. Uh, I don't think she'll win clean. I think she'll win with a flare interrupt. Sasha will be almost winning in a flare. Well, yeah. Flair's interrupts haven't been. And big, I think big. that that match actually is gonna be one of, if not the best, sh- ma- ma- uh, uh, match at Mania. Those three girls. I don't think the crowd's gonna be that into it though. I just don't because it's the South. Because it's the girl. It's the it's the girl match. It's just not going to get... It's Any not gonna chance g- we see Bailey? I, uh, no, but I will. Well, we'll see her on Friday at NXT, and that'll be dope. Yeah, She's Bailey, taking Asuka. out Asuka. Who's Asuka the Grinch. Grouch. United too. Do we see... Okay, here's the last thing I'm going to bring up. Yeah, because you said the last thing this. seven times. We will talk this about... We will talk... Well, you know what? We'll save this. We'll save this. We're going to talk about what debuts we're going to see at Mania. I- the Raw after Mania, but we'll what talk about debuts. it in the podcast that we record That's right after great. WrestleMania. Usually some good oh, NXT pops. That's going to be after Mania. Question. Wow, because it's got to be time for Finn. <sighs> I don't know. What's man. he going to do? Stay in NXT more? One more year? I think that just there's so many of those guys just came up with like Owens and now Sammy. It's like, do they need another NXT? Like, I think he, someone's got to run NXT, and he likes it down there. But you know what? That's a different issue for a different podcast. Yeah, and then also we talk about Finn. He's not great on the mic. And he didn't work on the well, mic uh, skills or whatever. But we'll talk about we'll we'll Fin talk later. We'll this and more. Jason Shabiro, how can we find you on social media? Guys, my last name is Shabiro. It's S-H-E-B as in Bravo, I-R-O. And that's at Shabiro? Twitter? At Shabiro. At Shabiro. Check Twitter. At D-Black Attack. Get your comments in. Uh, we're going to be making some big upgrades on this podcast in the next couple weeks. I'm excited to announce. And uh, we'll get your feedback. We're going to get in emails and we'll be reading them on the show. So, uh, you know, all the stuff that normal podcasts do. Yeah, yeah. Just do that it. shit. Let me, I, just let me take it back to my Twitter handle one more time. Guys, I am painfully close to 1,000 followers. 1,000? I've got 900 some odd. 950? Who the fuck knows? If you listen. Well, you just lost all your Southern and Philly listen. And I, let me tell you something. I don't followers. want. I don't want Texan or fucking Philadelphia Twitter followers. They're not smart. They live in Stupidville. <laughs> yeah, they're not smart. Anyway, so please, guys, Pop if you love Dan Black and you love wrestling, you should follow me on Twitter. Okay, Sorry. follow me at D Black Attack. Listen up. Uh, keep watching wrestling, baby.